Hello again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Dan McClay. This is Kicks and Dribbles. We've been off for a little bit over time, so we're going to get you caught up on everything going on in the Mexican League as well as over in Europe. Of course, as you know, they've got coronavirus problems in Europe, especially in Italy. We'll get to some of those games, but you'll also find out that a lot of those games have been postponed and scheduled for later dates. When we last left you, we were talking about the Recopa uh, tournament, which is a, a two-game affair to figure out uh, who's going to win the Recopa um, um, trophy down there in South America. This is the champions from last year of Copa Libertadores and Copa Sudamericana. Now, in the, pre in the first game, they played at Independiente del Valle, and that game ended in a 2-2 draw, Independi Independiente del Valle with Flamengo. That was 2-2. So they now shifted the game to Flamengo in Brazil. And Flamengo really dominated at home. They're a very good team, as I've told you before. They're one of the uh, stalwart teams in the uh, Brazilian league. They've been around for a long time. They've got a great payroll. Uh, Flamengo won the game 3-0 over Independiente. So Flamengo won the series 5-2 in aggregate goals. So they take the uh, trophy for the Ray Copa Championship of 2020. Now, on Thursday of last week, LAFC and Leon played in the CONCACAF Champions League uh, second round. Uh, that was played at Los Angeles. Now, you'll remember that down in Mexico, Leon beat LAFC 2-0. Uh, in this game, it was LAFC dominating the game. They won 3-0, so they won the uh, series 3-2. They will move on. Now, in the other series, Seattle was playing CD Olympia. You remember them from Honduras. They're one of the more uh, noted uh, teams in the Honduran League. That uh, game was played in Seattle. Uh, down in Honduras, the uh, game ended in a 2-2 draw. So in Seattle, it also ended in a 2-2 draw. The teams went to penalty kicks, and CD Olympia came away the winner in penalty kicks. So they will move on to the next round in CONCACAF Champions League. Now, on Thursday also, there was uh, 15 Europa League games played. Of course, we're only picking the ones that are the uh, teams that you all would recognize. Now, you'll remember that Bayer Leverkusen was playing Porto in their little home-and-home uh, -home match, and Leverkusen won that first uh, match 2-1 to one at Germany. Well, it shifted to Portugal, and Porto was not able to uh, muster anything really uh, strong at home, Leverkusen winning that 3-1, to one, so they win the aggregate 5-2. to two. Man United tied with Club Bruges down in Belgium 1-1 in their first game, they came back to Old Trafford, and my goodness, Man U showed what they were made of. Man U showing that uh, Old Trafford is definitely home for them. 5-0, the final score over Club Bruges. Man U wins that aggregate 6-1. In another match played behind closed doors, of course, up in northern Italy and Milan, they're having a lot of problems with the coronavirus. They're playing a lot of games behind closed doors. This was no exception, as Inter was hosting Luda Goretz. You remember that over in uh, Bulgaria, Inter won that game 2-0 against Ludogorets. They won 2-1 at Inter, so Inter wins that series 4-1 in aggregate. Espanyol and Wolverhampton from England, when they played at Wolves up in England, Wolves won 4-0 over Espanyol. They came back to Barcelona, and Espanyol was actually able to win the game 3-2, but with the two goals, Wolves was able to advance on a 6-3 aggregate and move on to the next round. And then the other Europa League game, that we wanted to uh, put a spotlight on for a moment. Roma hosted Ghent uh, in the first game of their series and won at the Olympic Stadium in Rome 1-0. Uh, 
They went down to Ghent in Belgium, and they drew 1-1. So Roma advances in that series 2-1 in aggregate. Copa Libertadores action last Thursday saw um, Guarani defeating Palestino 2-1. And in Copa Sudamericana action, it was Plaza Colonia hosting Zamora there, winning 3-0. And Fortaleza uh, beat Independiente 2-1 in their game. And Alex International uh, hosted Cusco from Peru, and they won that game 3-0. That's Copa Sudamericana action. Now, on Friday the 28th, uh, in the EPL, Aston Villa and Sheffield were postponed due to a uh, scheduling conflict. That game will be made up uh, probably in the next week. Norwich shut out Leicester City 1-0. In, down in Spain, Real Sociedad shut out Rio Valladolid 1-0 at Real Sociedad. Fortuna Dusseldorf in the German Bundesliga tied Hertha Berlin 3-3. This game kind of significant in a way. Hertha Berlin, of course, is trying still to recover from the uh, sudden resignation of um, of their coach, and so they were on the road. Uh, a 3-3 tie, well, it's a tie, it's a point, and it's on the road. That I guess that's something to to uh, to look at, but they're still trying to recover from Jurgen Klinsmann's uh, walking away from his job. So uh, Hertha Berlin, 3-3, a lot of goals there, but at least it's a point on the road. And in France, Nîmes uh, was hosting Marseille, and Marseille won 3-2. In Europa League action on Friday the 28th, Salzburg hosted Eintracht Frankfurt, that game ended in a 2-2 draw. In the Mexican League on Friday, Toluca shut out Monterey 2-0 at Toluca. It was Juarez going to Atletico San Luis and shutting them out at Atletico 3-0. Juarez on a tear right now. Cruz Azul going to Morelia, winning 4-2. And Puebla on a long trip up to northwest Mexico to the American border to play Tijuana. Puebla wins on the road a good three points there, 1-0. Now, Saturday, the 29th, MLS started their, another, their uh, new season. And, boy, there were some uh, great games to be, to be seen. D.C. United hosted Colorado Rapids, winning or losing 2-1 to one to Colorado. New England Revolution went to Montreal and lost 2-1 to one to the Impact. It was the Houston Dynamo and L.A. Galaxy playing at Dynamo at BBVA Compass Stadium. The place was sold out because Chicharito Hernandez, of course, is now with L.A. Galaxy. But apparently during the game, he was not much of a factor Game ended at a 1-1 draw. San Jose hosted Toronto SC. That game 2-2. Dallas hosted the Philadelphia Union. Dallas winning 2-0. Real Salt Lake and Orlando played in Orlando to a 0-0 draw. It was Nashville uh, losing to Atlanta United at home 2-1. And Sporting KC went to Vancouver. That's a tough place to play because Vancouver's got a great fan base. Sporting KC, though, came away with a 3-1 win there. Okay, looking at the EPL on Saturday, there was some uh, rather, it was a rather stunning result, and we'll get to that in just a second. But I wanted to tell you, Man City and Arsenal on that Saturday were postponed due to a scheduling conflict again because of uh, other uh, tournaments going on in England. So that game will be made up here in the next week or so. Brighton hosted Crystal Palace, Palace winning 1 0 on the road. Chelsea going to Bournemouth, drawing 2 2. It was Newcastle hosting Burnley and going to a 0 0 draw. Southampton, going to West Ham and losing David Moyes holding serve at home with his group 3 to 1 but then the game we want to talk about Watford hosting Liverpool now on paper you hear that and you go Watford Liverpool okay well Liverpool what four or five goals maybe okay but let me tell you what Nigel Pearson has got Watford and one thing he has gained with them is respect this Watford team is playing hard they're playing smart 
and they're they're winning games. And guess what they did to Liverpool? Three nil at Liverpool. My no, three nil at Watford. Excuse me. Uh, it was on the road. Watford winning three nil at home. One of the biggest wins in Watford franchise history. Owner Gino Pozo over there at Watford has done a great job. He's got a he's built a great team. Brought in some great talent. Uh, one of the things they've got on there is a guy named Ismael Sar. Now he is from Senegal. And I did a little research on the Senegalese in uh, world football. There are approximately 50 Senegalese players in top European football leagues right now. That tells me that Senegal is a force to watch. Please watch them in the World Cup. They are going to be exciting. They're going to be dangerous. And they could take somebody to the cleaners when they're least expecting it. Senegal, watch them in the World Cup coming up. They've got some great talent going on. So again, hats off to uh, Gino Pozo and uh, Nigel Pearson for the job they're doing at Watford. Just really exciting to see. This team is amazing. Uh, Davy Dini also scored the other goal for Watford. Um, Sar scored those his goals at the 53rd minute and 60th minute, and he was just relentless. Watching the highlights of the game, he just kept going and going and going, and uh, Liverpool paid the price. And Jurgen Klopp said after the game, hey, we weren't at our best, and Watford took advantage of us, bottom line. And as a matter of fact, just to show you what kind of a classy guy Jurgen Klopp is, and I really like this, he went and shook all the hands of the players of Watford, realizing what a, moment, a monumental uh job they had done in winning that game. So again, Watford 3, Liverpool 0, a big upset in the English Premier League on that particular Saturday. Now in La Liga down in Spain, it was Ibar hosting Levante, Ibar winning 3-0, Real Betis going to Valencia, Valencia winning 2-1, Deportivo Alaves going to Leganes, those teams drew 1-1, and Granada and Celta de Vigo played at Granada, a 0-0 draw. In Serie A, just two games were able to be played because of the coronavirus situation. Lazio hosted Bologna. That was a 2-0 win for Lazio there in Rome. Udinese and Fiorentina couldn't play because Udinese is up in the northern part of Italy. Napoli hosted Torino. Napoli winning 2-1 at Napoli. By the way, all the games uh, missed in the Serie A will be made up at a later date as time goes on. In Bundesliga on Saturday, the 29th, uh, Borussia Dortmund hosted Freiburg, and they won 1-0. Hoffenheim hosted uh, Bayern Munich, and my goodness, Bayern Munich brought the offense and then some to Hoffenheim. Bayern Munich winning there 6-0. Mainz hosting Paderborn, Mainz winning 2-0. Augsburg hosting Mönchengladbach, Mönchengladbach getting three points on the road, 3-2. And Cologne uh, hosting Schalke, and Cologne winning 3-0 at home. In the French League, PSG. 4-0 over Dijon at Parc des Princes in Paris. Amiens hosting Metz. Metz winning 1-0 on the road. Angers winning 1-0 on the road at Brest. Rennes winning 2-0 at Toulouse. And Monaco hosting Reims at home. Well, it was a tie 1-1, but still Monaco didn't lose any points. At least they got a point out of the game. Montpellier, 3, Strasbourg, 0. Monaco has moved up in the standings. You'll find out about that in a few minutes when we go over the standings for the different leagues. Uh, in the Mexican League on Saturday, Pachuca uh, tied Caretero 1-1 at Pachuca. It was America. Oh, my goodness, what happened here? America playing at the Estadio Azteca, hosting Nacaxa from Aguas Calientes. Eeks. Nacaxa, three. America, nothing. Not going to set very well with the America faithful. America currently in the top five of the Mexican League. Tigres from Monterrey, hosting Pumas from Mexico City. Pumas, I guess the trip got to them going up to Monterrey because Tigres won 3-0 at Monterrey. 
On Sunday, the first uh, MLS action, Columbus shut out New York City FC 1-0 at Columbus. New York Red Bulls were at home against Cincinnati, Red Bulls winning 3-2. Seattle was at home against the Chicago Fire, 2-1, a winner there. LAFC, the other LA team, winning against Inter-Miami, 1-0 at LA. And Portland hosting Minnesota, Minnesota off to a great start, 3-1 over Portland. That's a tough place to play, too. Hats off to Minnesota on that uh, very uh, eye-opening win. In the EPL on Sunday, it was Everton and Man U playing at Everton to a 1-1 draw. It was Wolves going to Tottenham and beating Jorge Mourinho's team 3-2 at Tottenham. Scotland, of course, on an FA Cup weekend this past weekend, so they weren't in action. In Spain, Sevilla on Sunday the 1st uh, beat Osasuna 3-2. Bilbao at home up there in northern Spain hosting Villarreal and winning 1-0. Espanol home in Barcelona to Atletico Madrid, a 1-1 draw there. Good game by Espanol. Mallorca hosting Hetafe from uh, Madrid. Hetafe escaping with a 1-0 win and three points on the road. Real Madrid and Barcelona played in El Clasico. It was 0-0 at halftime. It was a good game, back and forth. Some good action, some good opportunities. Real Madrid striking twice in the second half and winning in that game 2-0. Real Madrid over Barcelona at the Bernabeu. Serie A action on Sunday the 1st. Unfortunately, only saw two games get played out of about six simply because of the coronavirus situation. Leche uh, hosted Atalanta at Leche. My goodness. I'm sure Leche is winning that or hoping or wishing that they had never played that game. <laughs> Atalanta came in there with everything and then some guns blazing. Atalanta 7, Leche 2. That was in Serie A. In the other game played, Cagliari hosted Roma, and Roma was able to escape with three points on the road, but it was a high-scoring affair. Cagliari didn't let him out easy. Roma 4, Cagliari 3. Now, one of those games canceled on the first was Inter at Juventus, which, of course, is always a big rivalry. So that game will be made up for sure here in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. But again, Inter at Juventus canceled, postponed until this coronavirus thing gets under control in Italy. In the Bundesliga, Union Berlin and Wolfsburg played on uh, the first, and that was a 2-2 draw at Union Berlin. Leipzig hosted Bayer Leverkusen. That was a 1-1 draw. Werder Bremen and Eintracht Frankfurt were postponed due to a scheduling conflict. That game will be made up. In France, Nantes uh, hosted Lille, and Lille won 1-0. Bordeaux hosted Nice. That was a 1-1 draw. Saint-Étienne traveled to Lyon. Lyon winning 2-0 in French, 2-0 and, uh, at the French League. In Mexico, uh, Chivas hosted Lyon, 2-0. Chivas winning in Guadalajara. And Santos hosting Atlas at uh, Torreon. And Santos coming away with a 1-0 win there at home uh, on Sunday the 1st. Looking at the games on Sunday, or rather Monday, the 2nd of March, uh, Sampdoria uh, and Verona were postponed because that game was going to be at Sampdoria, which, of course, is up in the affected area of uh, northern Italy. So that game will be made up. Then on Tuesday, in Copa Libertadores action down in South America, Defensa y Justicia uh, were playing Santos from Brazil, and that was at, in Argentina. Uh, so Santos from Brazil goes over there and wins 2-1 to one in that Copa Libertadores game. America de Cali in Colombia hosted Gremio, Gremio winning 2-0. Peñarol traveled to Atletico PR, and that was a 1-0 win for Atletico PR. Caracas hosted Boca Juniors from Argentina. That was quite a game indeed, 1-1 draw there. And then in Scotland, in a premiership game, Hearts beat Hibernian 3-1. That was at Hibs. Also in Copa Libertadores action on Tuesday, 
uh, Internacional hosted Universidad Católica, Internacional winning 3-0, and Libertad going to Medellin in Colombia, Libertad winning 2-1 there, which is uh, quite a quite a feat indeed because that's uh, that's uh, that's quite a place to play there at uh, at Medellin. Now, uh, looking at FA Cup action on Tuesday, I know we're not covering the FA Cup, but this is one game that needs to be, or a couple rather, a couple of games that need to be talked about. Uh, on Tuesday in the English FA Cup, Chelsea played Liverpool at Chelsea, and Liverpool lost another game. In, so that's two in a row they've lost in all competitions. Chelsea winning 2-0 over Liverpool. I guess they were still recovering from that 3-0 Watford shock that happened the other day. Then on Wednesday in FA Cup action, Norwich, uh, played Tottenham at Tottenham to uh, to try to continue on in the FA Cup action, and a game ended in a 1-1 draw, which meant the teams had to go to penalties, and Norwich won in penalties. So Tottenham has been eliminated uh, from the FA Cup action, so they, Norwich will advance. Wow, that's kind of a shock there. Very good. Okay, Wednesday on the 4th of March in Copa Libertadores action, it was Independiente del Valle beating Barcelona 3-0, Colo Colo from Chile went over to Wilsterman there in Bolivia. Wilsterman winning 2-0 at home. Tigre uh, hosting Palmeiras, um, and Palmeiras winning 2-0 there in that game in Copa Libertadores action. In Scotland, uh, Kilmarnock hosted Aberdeen, and that was a 2-2 draw there at Kilmarnock. Livingston hosting Celtic, and Celtic was held to a tie on the road at 2-2. It was Motherwell hosting Ross County 4-1. It was Rangers losing. Yes, you heard right. Rangers losing in Scotland at the Ibrox to Hamilton. Whoa. Score was 1-0. St. Mirren and St. Johnstone drew at St. Mirren 0-0. Now, getting back to that Rangers game, total shots on goal. Now, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna find this absolutely amazing on these statistics. Rangers had 31 shots. Hamilton had eight Total possession, Rangers 69%, Hamilton 31. Corner kicks, and this, this, this statistic just got my attention to something fierce. 16 corner kicks for Rangers, one for Hamilton. How did Hamilton get the goal? Rangers made a save. Or Hamilton got the ball down in their end, uh, in the Rangers' end, uh, in one of the few times they did. Got a shot off. Goalie stopped it. Rebound came out. They tried. The, Rangers tried to clear it. Tried to kick it across the field on a cross-field pass. It hit a Rangers player, bounced off him, came back to a Hamilton player. He took it in, hit a shot, uh, saved by the Rangers goalie. Rebound came out. Rangers guy beat the goalie to the ball on the rebound and stuck it in the corner by the post. That's how Hamilton won it 1-0 at the Ibrox. Copa Libertadores action on Thursday, which would be the 5th of March. Uh, Estudiantes. Merida is going to play Racing Club. Racing Club will make the trip. Sao Paulo is going to leave Brazil and go over to Binacional. And Nacional is going to go to Alianza Lima in action there. And then on the 6th, uh, we're going to have uh, Deportivo Alaves in Spain hosting Valencia. In Bundesliga action, it's going to be Cologne at Paderborn. In France, it's going to be Amiens at Marseille. Two games in Mexico, Toluca at Carretero and Tigres at Puebla. That gets you caught up on what happened uh, around the different leagues uh, here in uh, here in uh, Mexico, the Mexican area, and also over in Europe. Now let's look at the uh, standings of the different leagues right now. 
Uh, in the EPL, Liverpool, even though they suffered that horrible loss at Watford, they're still up ahead, 79-57 to 57 past Man City. Then in third place, it's Leicester City with 50 points. Chelsea and Man U are in third and fourth place, or rather fourth and fifth place. Uh, Man U at 42 points. Wolves at 42 as well. Then Tottenham at 40. Sheffield United at 40. Uh, Burnley FC continues to just uh, really flabbergast some people. Uh, Burnley is now at 38 points and Arsenal at 37. That's the top 10. Sean Dyche doing a great job over there at Burnley. He has got this team playing smart. Uh, he's got a, he doesn't have a big payroll to work with, like, say, a Man City or a Man United or a Chelsea. Uh, but Sean Dyche has just got some great talent there at the team. Uh, he's putting these guys up there for display, and the people in Burnley are just really eating it up. Uh, right now in ninth place, boy, just a hats off to Sean Dyche. He's done a great job. Of course, he was a great player, uh, very smart. Uh, didn't get a whole lot of attention, but uh, he was always very smart and always knew what to do. Uh, he's got his he's got his magic working there at Burnley. Um, just an interesting team to watch whenever they play. Now in the Mexico League, uh, they've just started. They're only in about their third week or fourth week. So uh, Cruz Azul is looting right now, 16 points, but tied by Club America with 16. So two Mexico City teams there uh, tied at 16. Then you got Leon at 15. Then surprisingly, uh, Juarez, which has only been elevated to the uh, Premier League or, or Mexican First Division for about what, maybe a year and a half, uh, Juarez is now at 14 points in fourth place. They've won some big games. And then Pumas, the other Mexico City team, you got three of them from Mexico City. Pumas is in fifth place at 14 points. We'll keep an eye on all those teams as the season progresses. In the Scottish League, Celtic still way ahead of Rangers, 76-64. to 64. Then in the third place, Motherwell at 42. So you've got a about a 22-point uh, difference uh, between Motherwell and Rangers, second and third place in the Scottish Premier League. Aberdeen is in fourth place at 41, then Livingston at 38. Over in France, you got PSG still in the top uh, spot with 68 points, followed by Marseille with 55, Rennes with 47, and Rennes has been doing very well this year. Rennes is usually a team that's in the middle of the table in France, but they have really moved themselves up. Julien Stefan, the coach there at Rennes, just doing a great job with his team. He's got some great talent there as well. Lille is in uh, fourth place with 46 points. Then Lyon is in fifth place with 40. You've actually got three teams tied with 40 points. Lyon, Montpellier, and Monaco. Of course, Monaco has come up tremendously since the beginning of the season. Robert Moreno, who used to coach the Spanish national team, Moreno's doing a great job there at Monaco. Uh, he's got them playing real smart. He's got the team going in the right direction, in a positive direction. Because for a while there, at the beginning of the season, they were not going anywhere. As a matter of fact, they were looking to go down. And that was really scary because you don't want Monaco in relegation in the French League. Monaco is a stalwart franchise. It's been around for years. Uh, the Monaco-PSG rivalry is still uh, very, very strong. So you want Monaco at least up in the top 10 to make the league really interesting. Well, right now they've moved themselves into seventh place. Uh, they're tied for fifth, actually. It's all three teams there with 40 points. Robert Moreno doing a good job there at Monaco to get the team on the right uh, course. Stade Reims is at 38, then Nice at 38, and Strasbourg at 38. So basically, between fifth place and tenth place, you've got a difference of two points. Okay, three teams at 40, three teams at 38. So uh, we'll watch that race very closely, but the race at the top is PSG right now. They're ahead by 13 points over Marseille. Over in the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich is ahead 52 points. This is an interesting race because uh, all three teams, 
Bayern Munich, Leipzig, and Mönchengladbach have all been at one point up in the first place uh, position. Mönchengladbach's kind of fallen back a little bit here in the last, oh, maybe a month or so. Bayern Munich now at 52 points with RB Leipzig, Red Bull Leipzig at 49. Of course, the Red Bull, uh, New York uh, Red Bulls and the MLS are also doing very well. And this uh, Red Bull uh, corporation that's uh, funding these teams that they've got uh, doing doing very well. Uh, Leipzig at 49, Dortmund at 48, Mönchengladbach at 46, and Bayer Leverkusen at 44. Now, Hertha Berlin, uh, you know, as we said, Jurgen Klinsmann just up and walked away from the job a couple of weeks ago. and It's kind of put the team in a little bit of a chaotic situation internally, but they're trying to play the best they can. Of course, that 3-3 tie on the road was a I – think, I find that as a positive thing because, number one, they scored three goals on the road. Number two, they came away with a point, which is better than no points. So, uh, so they're in 14th place right now. They're 27th, uh, 27 points. However, they're only three points out of 10th place, which is not bad. So Hertha Berlin's got to look at the positive, and they can you know, hopefully can continue to move up a little bit. Because, again, this is a, a franchise that's been around forever in Berlin. Um, the fans are hoping that they'll come back. And, of course, Olympic Stadium there in Berlin is a stalwart, is a very historic place. And you don't want to see a team – that's been around that year for years in a, in a league like that to be down toward the bottom. So hopefully Hertha Berlin can keep it going. Uh, they're again, 14th place with 27 points in the Bundesliga. Now over in Spain, Real Madrid continues to lead. However, it's only one point over Barcelona. Uh, their win over Barcelona at the Bernabeu with the Clasico really helped their situation. So that made them uh, very, uh, made them feel a little bit better about the situation. Sevilla, though, is right behind. Now, they're only nine points behind Barcelona, but let me tell you what. Sevilla's got great coaching and great uh, personnel. So keep an eye on Sevilla. They can make things really interesting before this season ends in uh, May. Hetafi there in uh, in, uh, rather Madrid. Hetafi is uh, right there in third place, a point behind Sevilla at 45. Hetafi has just uh, really got some people surprised. They're doing very well this year, very strong. Jose Bordalas doing a great job there at Hatafi. He's a great, uh, great coach. Uh, got a great personality. He's got a very quiet personality for the team, and uh, he knows how to how to push the right buttons at the right time. Uh, so hats off to Jose Bordalas and the job he's doing at Hatafi. Atletico Madrid right behind them at 44. Real Sociedad right behind them at 43. So you've got uh, between first and sixth place. You've only got uh, you know some teams that are really on behind each other. So from Sevilla in third down to Real Sociedad, there's only a three-point spread, and that's four uh, four places. Valencia now at 41 points in the standings. Villarreal at 38. They're only three points behind Valencia. Then Granada comes right behind Villarreal at 37. Bilbao, the guys up in the northern part of Spain, they're at 34. Don't count them out. Atletico Bilbao, always a great team, knows what to do and knows how to do it, and they do it very, very well. Okay, so don't forget, once again, MLS season now is underway and uh, going strong. So we'll be keeping you up to date on those MLS scores as they start to come in. On a Saturday the 7th, there is a full slate of games. There's about nine games uh, in MLS action. Uh, New York Red Bulls are going to travel west to Real Salt Lake. Montreal is going to go to Dallas. The Chicago Fire go to Boston to play the New England Revolution. Inter-Miami will be looking for their first win. They'll be on the road to D.C. United. New York City FC going to Toronto. Uh, Cincinnati going to Atlanta. San Jose will be hosting Minnesota. The Dynamo from Houston will be traveling to KC. And that sporting KC-Houston Dynamo is quite a rivalry. They have met in the playoffs, I think, in the last five years 
uh, pretty much consistently. So whenever the Dynamo and Sporting KC play each other, it's uh, kind of a fierce rivalry. Orlando City is going to go to Colorado. Vancouver Whitecaps will go to the LA Galaxy. And Seattle will be hosting Columbus. That's the schedule for Saturday in MLS action. We will keep you up to date on uh, things going on. We're back in uh, full swing right now here for a little while for our regular schedule. With all the updates from the weekend. Thanks for tuning in to Kicks and Dribbles. As you know, Lauren McClay is the technical producer of Kicks and Dribbles. John Dang handles our sound. DC McClay gives us ideas as they come about, and we appreciate all the help. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay. We'll be back on Monday. Till then, don't let your life have too many yellow cards.